Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Woso Daily. I have another newbie with me today. It is Claire Says Hook'em from the Scuff Discord. Claire, how are you doing? Good, good. A great fun game this morning. So I'm having a good one. What about you? Oh, I am. I'm doing well. And, you know, after yesterday, uh, we kind of had some upsets to talk about or some near upsets. Today, the favorites kind of rolled. Italy, it took a while for them to get into it. But here's where uh, I guess we'll just start with the Italy-Argentina game. That was the first game to kick off. Italy, the favorite coming in, took a little bit for them to get their goal. Had a couple chalked off due to offside, but eventually got the winner from Girelli in the 87th minute via header. Italy gets three points, and they go second in Group G just behind Sweden. Not a surprising result in the end, Claire, but are you surprised that it took Italy that long to get what ended up being the winning goal? I wasn't really. I just haven't been high on Italy. Like, I don't know why. They just, like, don't strike me as that great, to be honest. I don't have them getting out of group in this one, so that was surprising to me. But it was exciting to see them pull it off. Proved me wrong. Yeah, who would you have getting out of this group then? Because I think it was presumed that obviously Sweden's the favorite in that group and then Italy would kind of be that second team. Did you have Argentina, you know, maybe drawing this game and then getting the points versus South Africa to uh, go and go second in the group? I actually, this was kind of my, oh, I need to pick an upset moment. So I had South Africa just as like a, they have a really fun team. Yeah, no, and that, that showed against Sweden. They almost got the job done. But yeah, okay. Well, that's interesting, but yeah, uh, Italy did what they needed to do, and even though the offside flag almost prevented them from taking all three points, they do get that goal in the end from the substitute. She scored just four minutes after coming on, so talk about an impact sub right there. Italy, second uh, in Group G, the top two teams taking three points, Sweden after that 2-1 win against South Africa yesterday. We can move on quickly and talk about Germany and Morocco. This, I mean, I mentioned this yesterday, you know, maybe not a ton to talk about in this game in terms of just uh, two teams on very different levels, but Germany gets it done. The biggest deficit of the tournament, a 6-0 win. And like I said, we mentioned this yesterday with high octane is that you know, Germany, even without Oberdorf, is, was going to be the, the big favorites in this one. Pop came in and you know, staked her claim immediately as to why she is one of the top players in this tournament. A first half brace that saw Germany go up 2-0, and then they tacked on 4 in the second half. A convincing way to open the tournament for Germany, and they go top in Group H with the other two teams still to play. Claire, I, I don't think... You know, this needs much explanation, but Germany, without a shadow of a doubt, one of the, you know, the top tier favorites uh, to maybe go and win the whole thing. Oh, yeah. No, they came out and stated why they've been talked about as a favorite to get out of that side of the bracket. Pop put her name in the golden boot and said, yeah, I'm up there, too. So it's going to be a fun one to keep watching them. Do you think that they need... Oberdorf to go and win the whole thing because obviously in this game didn't have to do a ton of defending but with her talents but her injury do you think it's it can happen for them without her do you think she needs to recover for them to reach their uh you know full potential and to win the tournament yeah I think you're right that like I'm not confident or nearly as high on them without her 
it just kind of depends if they can get her back for knockout play to go full bore on Germany for me. Yeah, do you think they're going to have a problem in this group, Colombia and South Korea, the other two teams? Do you think they're even going to have a hiccup in the group stage, or do you think it'll be an easy nine points for them and on to the knockouts? You know, I'm a big believer in superstitions, so I'm not going to jinx them by saying it's an easy nine points, but I'm pretty confident that they'll be able to pull it off even if they don't have Oberdorf until the knockouts and that they'll get out in the first place. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree. I think that group just slants toward Germany all the way. And lastly, another blue blood in terms of uh, you know women's soccer, and even though they haven't won one yet, Brazil, 4-0 winners over Panama, you know, I think proving why, even though the odds weren't as high on them, uh, many of us, you know, Woso fans are high on them to be one of those tier A teams and make a deep run. Uh, just beautiful soccer all around. Ari Borges got uh, two first half goals, uh, Zanarato, and then uh, Borges got her hat trick on the 70th minute. So I think... There's not much to you know mention here other than Brazil is dominant, and I think I think it was the uh, the third goal. I could be wrong, but it was the third goal, correct, Claire? That was just a beautiful bit of uh, play from Brazil. The flicks and the tricks were on display, and Brazil take a, an easy three points to kick off the World Cup. Yeah, it was the third one when I saw Borges do the back heel and then have the assist on the goal. I knocked my coffee over this morning. I was so excited. So it was a really fun one to watch. Brazil's always really fun. Bunch of NWS all-stars. So I kind of feel like it's weird that I've seen a lot more people kind of on this side of the world higher on Brazil, but could just be we're watching them more. But I, I have them possibly winning it all they're so fun to watch i'm so excited to watch them as it goes on just a lot of fun shots on goal too even if they didn't all come off it was a really dominant performance by them and i'm just excited to watch more brazil i love watching brazil yeah they just look so and they always do but they look so clean in how they play it's it's a, a textbook example of how to play soccer honestly uh, and and they came out. They dominated Panama. We we mentioned that Panama was going to be the underdogs in the entire group, and you know, mm-hmm. it's tough against Brazil to produce you know much of anything. Brazil ended up coming off with seventy three percent possession and thirty two shots. So that in and of itself shows you just how dominant they were, and they still got their four goals. Um, a solid solid performance by Brazil. This will be the tournament where they look to maybe get Marta that. Uh, that trophy that she's been lacking uh, in her international career, a legend. Uh, she came on in the 15th uh, with 15 minutes to go um, to see out the game and Brazil take that four nil win. And they go top of their group, group F after France and Jamaica drew yesterday. So that, that first uh, round of match is going to, is going to do Brazil a lot in terms of seeing them go top of the group. If they can get that win over Jamaica, it'll be likely that they uh, go ahead and take Group F. So a good day for Brazil, certainly. Coming up at 10 p.m. Eastern tonight as we switch toward the matches that we're going to preview, uh, definitely a watchable one for most of us in the United States. It's Colombia and it's South Korea. 
Colombia drew some headlines before the tournament after that closed door friendly against Ireland was canceled after what was it 20 or 25 minutes due to uh, too much physicality. Uh, the, the two teams were going at it. Columbia had some quotes about that as well that are spicy if you want to read up on that. But for Columbia, this will be a good chance uh, for them to st- stake their claim in the World Cup and maybe show off a bit of that physicality. For South Korea, we'll see what they're able to do as well. Uh, Claire, do you think that there's a real favorite in this game? And uh, who do you have to take it? kind of have Colombia to take it. I'm not confident that there's a real favorite in this one. I wouldn't be surprised if it gets chippy and I that it gets a little messy. I wouldn't be surprised if it ends in a draw. So they'll be interesting to watch, but I don't think either of them are real competitors for that group. So wouldn't yeah, be like I don't think- a big highlight, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think either of those teams is going to top the group. I think you, when you look at it, Germany is just that that strong. Uh, mm-hmm. South Korea coming into the World Cup uh, in July beat Haiti two one. That was their only July you know official friendly. As for Colombia, uh, they had that one against Ireland uh, canceled, but they've had some more friendlies recently. Uh, beat and drew Panama in June, and then drew China just before the World Cup kicked off. So. For these two teams, I think a good lead up to the World Cup, obviously that thing with Colombia, but I think nothing that would make you super convincing that they could be a dark horse. So they're going to have to show something in this game that they are one of those teams that could surprise the field and make a deep run, especially being in that group with Germany. It's going to be tough um, to make any real noise in the tournament. So that's coming up at 10 p.m. on the East. And then... Uh, 1.30 a.m. on the East, the hosts New Zealand are back in action. They take on the Philippines. New Zealand, after that first World Cup victory ever, uh, it was an amazing, amazing showing from them. Uh, and Allie Riley in tears just tells you uh, what you need to know about how that first game came off for New Zealand. They take on a Philippines side that lost to Switzerland uh, in their first match. It was a 2-0 loss um, that I'm not sure... Even though uh, the two nil score line, I think Ryan mentioned it didn't look as go- it doesn't look as good. Philippines still put up a good performance, and Olivia McDaniel and Net definitely stood on her head. So, Claire, what do you see in this one? Especially uh, the, these, this is two teams in two completely different trajectories at the time to- at this point in time. What do you see uh, the result of this game being? I think New Zealand is able to ride the hot streak. They've never quite been able to figure it out. I don't expect it to be high scoring, but to get their first win, they're playing at home. I kind of think if they can get a result here, especially if they can get a win, it kind of makes a claim that they're going to be able to get out of this group that a lot of people didn't expect them to do it. So I think they can get like a 1-0 or maybe 2-0 here and make a statement. Yeah, I think that would be super cool. I'm hoping for that as well, because just seeing the hosts advance, it's always fun. They're always kind of, even if you're host, think about South Korea on the men's side in 2002, making it to the semifinals. Um, uh, It it just, magical things can happen when you're the host nation. And this is really their chance, because it'll be tough against Switzerland to get even one point out of that game. But after surprising Norway and taking all three, if they're able to get a win in this game, they will advance out of the group um, and not have to get any kind of result against Switzerland. Uh, So this is really for Norway. 
this is the game. Uh, if you're if you want to get out of this group and you want to make sure of that, you need to make a statement here. Take all three points. Uh, and that'll come down like we've talked about in the past. The leadership of Ali Riley in the back, who made a, uh, a had a masterful game last time. Some big tackles, preventing chances for Norway. Hannah Wilkinson, who ended up getting that goal, uh, the the winner in that 1-0 game. So it'll be big for them and for, uh, for the Philippines. It's really a bounce back game. How do you respond uh, to a couple of unfortunate um, happenings in that Switzerland game, including that unfortunate penalty? Uh, they they performed well or relatively well defensively in that game. So if they're able to perform that level of defense in this game and maybe catch one on the counter, I think the possibility is there for them to get at least one point out of this game and keep their World Cup alive. But anyways, that's at 130 on the East. And last but not least, the other two teams in that group square off at 4 a.m. on the East. It's Switzerland and Norway. I think coming in, the presumed two teams that were going to get out of the group, but Switzerland only grabbed that 2-0 win over the Philippines, and obviously Norway lost their opening game. So two teams that haven't, you know, opened their World Cup absolutely flying, particularly Norway, Claire. So who do you think is able to garner some of that momentum, and who do you think it'll come from uh, on either of these two teams? So I think this one is definitely the one to watch. I am going to be getting up for this one in the morning. The I think that Switzerland is going to be able to pull it off, but Norway is going to make their kind of last ditch because they need a result here. I would put my money on Switzerland personally because Norway didn't they have a bunch of like players pulled out earlier this afternoon yeah Caroline Graham Hansen pulled out of this game so I think it'll be interesting to see Norway without one of their you know real horses in the attack I would say uh, Hegerberg that other one that you can count on them to produce at a very high rate uh, obviously with Graham Hansen not going to be able to play all that load going forward is going to come down Hagerberg and Manum and Reiton behind her to produce some kind of uh, consistent attacking opportunities. Because if they're not and they don't, I would say take any points in this game, but maybe even if they don't take all three points in this game, it's going to look very, very shaky for them to get out, especially if New Zealand do the business in the other game and take all three. So for Norway, they are, like you said, kind of on their last ditch. And for Switzerland, uh, this is a good chance for them. After taking those three points, you take three in this game, and then you guarantee uh, yourself the uh, a place in the next round. So a chance for the, uh, Group A to be wrapped up uh, on the second match day, which doesn't always happen. But uh, personally, I'm rooting for New Zealand in this group. I really want to see what they're able to do as that kind of the smaller host nation of the two. Can they make the noise and, and be that surprise story in this World Cup. So that would be super fun to see. Claire, I think we covered just about everything. Do you have anything else you want to add? Nothing else except my ongoing statement of you just always got to watch Brazil. Hugo Bonito. Yeah, it is. It is beautiful, beautiful football that they play uh, every single game. So you always got to watch Brazil. Uh, and it was a it was a treat to watch. It's a treat to talk about. 
Claire, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I appreciated chatting with you. Maybe we'll see you again on Woso Daily. I would love it. Listeners, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow as always. And until then, we'll see you. Adios.